them today at 672-6644. To Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bomb. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello and welcome into another edition of Inside the Huddle. We're glad to come to you today live here from Gainesville alongside the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Brad will produce our program today and uh, we finally have a football game to talk about. We finally have a football game to look ahead to. Going to get to some questions for coach. He's going to draw up a ball play for us today. Shaner and the coach will dissect what happened the other day. Shane, I'll start with you. Um, Looking at that offense operate, uh, Kyle Trask doing what he did, the offense operating at a high level, must have been good to see. Yeah, Steve, uh, you know, my biggest concern being no spring ball, such a long layoff, is usually, you know, you come out and you look kind of sloppy offensively. I thought they didn't miss a beat. I thought we protected well. Kyle threw the ball well. We caught it. Maybe a few drops here and there, but we were very efficient on offense, and that was good to see. I always like to wear my mask starting out, uh, Steve, to remind the Gators that's all wear them every chance we uh, are supposed to and so forth. But anyway, yeah, Kyle, he has really improved since last year. Uh, the thing I noticed fundamentally, oh, he was very good. I mean, he held the ball two hands, came out beautifully, almost every pass. And, and we all know he throws a very catchable ball. So uh, he's improved from last year. He really is. He's a, he's a better player. Uh, Kyle Pitts, of course, had a big, big day. But Clodarius Tony has turned into a big-time receiver. I mean, he's not a shotgun quarterback out there running around now. He, Billy uh, Gonzalez has got him ready to play. Do he's running good rides, caught the ball like a – I mean, he's a receiver. Looks like Quezzy Green uh, in his fourth year. So I was, uh, I was really impressed with Cladarius. And uh, I think he's got a chance to really have a big year, along with uh, Kyle Pitts and, and those other guys, Copeland and, uh, and the running backs. We only averaged 6.8 a carry. So we ran the ball extremely well also. He learned how to run straight ahead, didn't he? Kadarius? Yeah, you know, I, I said, Coach, I, I thought it was his best, uh, Kadarius Tony, I thought it was his best game he's had as a Gator because he put his foot in the ground and went that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he usually likes to go backwards yeah. sometimes, but uh, first time I think he's caught a touchdown, actually thrown down the field, usually catches those shallow crosses, and mm-hmm. he ran good routes, and I, I think he was by far his best game as a Gator. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this, guys. We've seen some astronomical scores here mm-hmm. early on. And I would imagine it's an advantage, Coach, that you know it, even in a pandemic, you can get a football and throw it. You can throw or you can pitch yeah. and catch, but you can't tackle. And Coach Mullen said they only tackled twice since the Orange Bowl. Do you think the offense has an advantage early in the year like that? That's what people are saying right now. But, uh, you know, these guys have been together, gosh, what, two months, Shane? They've been practicing on and off, of course, not every day. Uh, but uh, – 
Kyle Trask and the receivers, I mean, they've been out pitching all summer. I'm sure they'll tell you that. So uh, they know the offense, and, and when the real action was there, they're ready to go. Uh, Mississippi State, they've not had a game, but, hey, they've been out there throwing all day, so they certainly knew what they are doing. But, Steve, here's what uh, football's turned into. <laughs> I sort of figured it out the other day. Everybody, <laughs> everybody runs a two-minute offense the whole game. So we want to get on our defense. Uh, Todd Grantham, his guys gave up over 600 yards, but uh, (laughs) maybe they played decent. I don't know. Uh, Everybody runs a no huddle. Fire it. If you hit the pass way downfield, first down, clock stops. If it's incomplete, clock stops. So that clock's not going anywhere. And uh, both teams have a a whole bunch of possessions. So it's not like you're out there, well, let's have a – five to seven minute possession so our defense doesn't have to get on the field that's the way i had to think when i was coaching at duke we didn't want those guys to have to play the whole game but nowadays hey how fast can we score it and it seems like uh, almost every team has that attitude how fast can we score and uh and, and let's go do it 11 different receivers mm-hmm. caught a ball the other day shane and that's you know certainly spreading the wealth from a quarterback's perspective I don't know that you try to do that, but it it does help the offense and what they do against the defense, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think you're going to see more more guys catch more balls. I mean, you know, the the great thing about Bill Belichick, he always takes away the other team's best player. You got to think Muschamp and them are going to do what they can to take Kyle Pitts out of the game. That's fine. That's just going to leave opportunities for other guys. Now, Ole Miss did try to double team him a few times, and they did, but. He's just a better player, and Kyle got away with some throws. One touchdown he kind of threw in the middle of the field. He just goes up mm-hmm. among two guys and, and catches the football. So, uh, you know, I told you, Steve, I, I like this receiving core. These young guys, are they can play. Coach, why is Kyle Pitts such a tough matchup for defenses? I guess because he can run like a wide receiver. Exactly. And, and he's in there at tight end, so he can get down the middle. Uh, I don't know that we will see that defense that Ole Miss used with the middle <laughs> linebacker had him all over the field, all the way to the goalpost. And uh, I saw that catch, and I saw him turn around and give a guy a little stiff arm and then outrun him. And then I figured out that was the middle linebacker that he outran. So I, I hope we see that defense, but I don't know that we'll see that one much this year. I want to ask quickly, because you're familiar with Mike Leach and th- that air raid, Costello's an experienced quarterback, but I don't think anybody thought he's going to throw for 600 against LSU, depleted or not. Your thoughts on that on that air raid offense? Well, I said last week, uh, if Bo Pelini plays all that man-to-man and blitzing stuff and uh, they thought they had a good plan, but that's that's not how you can stop that air raid. Uh, I, I expected them to mix in some zones here and there, but very seldom did it uh, seem like they wanted to do that. So, uh, yeah, Mississippi State, uh, Costello, obviously he's a beautiful passer. He's a lot like Kyle Trask. They're both about 6'4", seems like, throwing very catchable ball. And Mississippi State, who knew they had all those receivers there? Yeah. <laughs> sort of like when I got here in 1990, we had a bunch of guys, Trey Everett, uh, Ernie Mills, uh, Terrence Barber. We had guys that could go. Uh, but all they needed was opportunity and, and the ball coming at them. So, uh, yeah, Mississippi State, uh, I think they they got a chance for a big year this year. The thing, I, the Coach is exactly right. He threw for a ton of yards, and he's going to continue throwing for a ton of yards. But, but LSU mm. – I think their ego got in the way. They wanted to play so much man coverage, and it's hard to play man in the SEC and with a quarterback like that and with the receivers like that. 
You know, I think you're, they're going to have to uh, – teams are going to have to play more zone and keep stuff in front of you, make you drive the length of the field. Because when you do that, usually, you know, you get a holding call here or there that screws up a drive. So, uh, but, man, it was fun to watch. And I don't think LSU is as bad as everybody thinks. I mean, their quarterback threw for 340-something yards, too, in his first career start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was it was actually tied with what five or six minutes yep. left, and Mississippi State scored the last ten, of course. And uh, Steve Junior, Steve's up top, and uh, he's on the headphone with Leach, uh, Mike Leach, and uh, all, a bunch of times during the game, uh, you know, Coach Leach say, "Hey, ball boy, what you got? What do you like?" So he he told me he called a bunch of them, including that last touchdown, the go route, third and nine. He froze the defense beat, a little bit. And beat him at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Costello threw a beautiful ball. Let's do Play of the Week, brought to you by Campus mm-hmm. USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Shaner, Play of the Week. My Play of the Week is going to be uh, a touchdown pass, and I don't remember which one it was, but it was to Kyle, Kyle Pitts. He was an outside receiver, single receiver, and he was somewhat doubled, and it was watching it on TV to our left end zone. But Kyle threw a beautiful kind of back shoulder, but Kyle Pitts' body control and just the way he kind of just turned and caught that low ball to the outside, Mm -hmm. that was my play of the game. Yeah, that was one of his four. (laughs) They were all beautiful. Uh, I got co-plays of the game. Uh, Mississippi State hit the the go route to beat LSU. That was one to put it away, the final touchdown. And uh, Tennessee beat South Carolina on the same route, the go route down the right sideline. Uh, which won the game for them also. So uh, I tell you, teams should throw the ball deep more often. Did you watch Baltimore-Kansas City last night? I tell you, I I kept hoping Lamar Jackson would just hang one deep. They're playing bump and run with nobody behind them, and they wouldn't hang hang the ball deep and and give their receivers a shot at it. So you watch those teams that throw deep a lot, they're going to score a lot of points. My play of the week is going to be kind of an odd one, but – it was the first time Tony caught a pass that it looked like he ran a route and, as you said, stuck his foot in the ground and you kind of went, whoa, yeah, whoa. Like you said, Coach, mm-hmm. receiver, receiver here. So that's my play of the week. Mm-hmm. All right, time for question of the week for Coach. Brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And if you have questions for Coach, you can send them to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. That's questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Okay, Steve, Joy in Orange Park. Uh, It's been said by Kiffin himself, you always have been his hero as a coach and play call. That's why he's always worn a white visor. As the original... What advice would you have for our defense when they meet up with somebody as unpredictably creative as yourself? Oh, I don't uh, think Coach Grantham uh, needs a lot of advice. He's coached against almost everything. and uh, But Ole Miss, uh, they had a good plan. They really did. And they, they called their plays. They sort of emptied their game plan, as you say. They used it all. And, and I think they're going to be tough to stop this year. But, uh, yeah, Coach Grantham, he doesn't need any advice from me. Because he, he knows what maybe they could have done different, and, and hopefully we'll do that this week against South Carolina. The, the, the days of keeping people under 20 points in oh. college football are over. I mean, it's just – I mean, look, look at the SEC. We had trouble stopping people. Alabama – Missouri moved the ball on Alabama. Yeah. I mean, in, in Arkansas at times – I mean, Georgia probably had the best defensive performance in the league, but it's just – it's hard to stop people nowadays. Yeah. 
Uh, Daryl, coach of 94, beat Ole Miss 38-14 in Oxford. Your best memory of the game? 38-14 in Oxford. What year is that? 94. Three or four. Yeah, 94 we were there. Uh, I think Terry Dean played that game. In fact, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, Redale Anthony called a Mills route. I remember that. I think they uh, their defensive coordinator was Joe Lee Dunn. It had all those blitzes, blitzes and stuff. Yep. And uh, later he was at Arkansas, I think. And so we had another game against him later. Him later on, but uh, yeah, we had to sort of stack in there. And I remember uh, they got us on one. We, we were in the maximum protection, but they had a blitz on that uh, we hadn't covered as coaches. So they got to us. I remember that once. And so we had to go back and say, hey. We got to adjust this protection. If they bring this dude from over here, we don't have anybody to block him. They got in that bare front, and we had a maximum fourteen protection. And they brought a dude from the the other side, right right through that three man line. So uh, anyway, you always try to learn from what you did the prior game and, and try to move on from there. All right, we got a lot of these, so we're going to roll through them. Um, uh, Jeff says, uh, "How do you grade Kyle Trask's performance?" How excited are you to see the number 11 jersey playing like that? Oh, I watched number 11 jersey last year, so that's sort of old news now. But, uh, yeah, Kyle, is uh, he's a good player. And, uh, like I said, he's improved from last year. So, uh, yeah, I do, I, I do like to see number 11 out there playing. I, I sort of like number 11 on other teams, too. But it seems like most of them are playing wide receiver now. They, they, they like that number out there. But, uh, yeah, Kyle, uh, he, he's uh, – I heard Tebow. Tebow said he – he may have a shot at the Heisman. So if he throws six every game, he could win the Heisman <laughs> yeah, very easily. He'll, he'll be right so in the uh, Yeah, let's, let's let the season play out. But right now, he's, I guarantee he's one of the top five. Don and Cedar Key, Coach Mullen mentioned in the postgame, you owed him a bottle of wine. Did you pay up? I got him one of those little miniature things. You know, you're buying a four-pack uh, yesterday. I wanted to emphasize that this is not a big one yet. When you win the SEC, I'll, I'll get you an expensive <laughs> bottle maybe somewhere. But it was a little old miniature thing there that uh, uh, to let him know that I'm thinking of you, but let, let's go bigger. Let's get and, bigger. That's and right. he, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Jay in Jacksonville. Gail Sayers passed away last week. You played against him. What kind of player was he in your memories of him? Here's what's interesting. Uh, I was a punter, as you know, most of the time, all through high school, college, and, and a little bit in the NFL. And I was punting actually that uh, the year, the second year uh, that I was with the 49ers. And Sayers ran one back on me. He's still the only guy that I can re- ever remember. I missed a tackle. I had a shot at him on the sideline. I thought I had him cornered in. He gave me a little juke, and I dove and missed him. So he's the one guy that did that. And then I also was on the sideline when he got hurt up there uh, a year later in uh, 68. He got his knee tore up. And he came back, played a little bit after that, but he was not, not the same uh, Gail Sayers. So it was sad to see him go. Uh, sometimes you wonder how former athletes uh, sustain uh, health issues. He had dementia real bad, and, and that's what uh, caused his death. Uh, but I don't know that he had a lot of c- concussions during his playing days. But uh, he was one of the best all-time backs of all time. He and Buckus, uh, ironically, they played together, I think, six years, and they never even made the playoffs. Right. Had two of the best players in the history of the NFL, but they didn't have the team, which tells us all teams win. Uh, individuals can play super, but teams are, the, are, are what cause winners. Uh, Scott in Lake City, some upsets. LSU-Oklahoma went down. Uh, what did those coaches do wrong? 
Oklahoma? Yeah, and LSU. Well, they didn't score the second half, I don't think, did they? Weren't it 35-14 at half? And, uh, yeah, Kansas State just uh, came back, made some plays here and there. I think uh, Oklahoma turned it over once or twice and uh, just got beat. You know, you got to play the whole game, as we all know. The poor Atlanta Falcons, they can't hold the lead. Nope. I don't know what to tell them either. <laughs> all you say is you got to keep playing. Don't look at the scoreboard. Uh, try to play the game the best you can and uh, and go from there. But, yeah, you can never relax and, until it's over. Okay, uh, Claren Gainesville, your son had a huge game from Mississippi State. His receivers did a great job. Must be proud of Bubba. Did you give him any pointers, or did he have, did he have to learn like you did? Oh, he doesn't need any pointers. He's been coaching receivers uh, since he went with Bobby Stoops at Oklahoma way back in uh, 2000. In fact, their second year there is the year they won the national championship, uh, beat FSU down in the Orange Bowl. So he, he's had a bunch of good ones, uh, you know, all the way from uh, the guys at Oklahoma, uh, even at the NFL, Lavernius Coles actually made the Pro Bowl. I think the only year Lavernius made it. So he had a, a really good year for us up there. Uh, but all the guys, especially at South Carolina, Alshon Jeffrey, Sidney Rice, and uh, Kenny McKinley, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, he's coached a whole bunch of good receivers. Uh, Moen Hawthorne, Gators play your other team, the South Carolina Gamecocks. How divided are you on Saturday? Oh, I'm not divided. I'm all for the Gators all the way. Uh, but I will pull for South Carolina, I guess, every game except this one. So, uh, yeah, the Gators, uh, we, we got a chance for a big year. So uh, we need to keep going one, one day at a time, and I'm sure our coaches will, will have the guys ready to play. Okay, we can't get through all these, so I'm going to do two or three more. Mm -hmm. uh, Evan in Atlanta, Coach, should we be worried about the defense? Well, like we talked about earlier, Shane said holding teams under 20, and that's an excellent day's work if you can do that. But, uh, yeah, our, you know, our safety got knocked out of the game with a helmet-to-helmet, got ejected, and, uh, and we got a bunch of young guys that never played much before that were playing last week. So I think we'll play better, and uh, – but, again, uh, it, it may be uh, offense, you know, be, be the lead dog maybe again this week or next week. But there will be a game where our defense needs to take over and, and win the game also. Lauren and Newberry, Brian Johnson's first game as OC couldn't have gone better. How did you go about keeping talent at the coordinator positions when you were coaching? Well, we didn't keep a lot of defensive coordinators. A lot of those guys moved on or whatever. Uh, we had five different ones during uh, my 12 years. And uh, I was the offensive coordinator, so uh, the the scheme and and the uh, terminology on offense never changed. So it was pretty easy to keep keep all that going. So, uh, but we had different defensive coordinators, and we got a lot of time to practice, a lot of times to teach it. So that that shouldn't be an issue. Jimbo in Cedartown, Georgia, went to Celebration Point this weekend. Mm -hmm. Looks like you're building the Taj Mahal. Can't wait for it to open. Are you going to be a server or a busboy? He says. <laughs> I'll be a spectator, but I'll be there a bunch. I tell you what, it is a, a big, nice uh, facility there that we we in the process of uh, putting together. Uh, yeah, we're really thrilled uh, that that thing's going to be ready to go March uh, March of 2021. Uh, I know right now our governor has allowed restaurants to open and so forth. I don't know if that's the smartest thing in the world right now. Uh, but hopefully in March, uh, that'll be sort of a common thing to do. Okay. And again, uh, questions for Coach, uh, when you send them in, you can do it at questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. A fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do. And I remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads. So I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com The WRUF radio app your source for sports every second of every hour of every day you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF the home of the Florida Gators and now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Lori Less with Crime Prevention Security Systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. We welcome you back 
Time now for our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Team of the Week, Shainer. I'm going with the Kansas State Wildcats. They're a thorn in the side to Oklahoma. I think they've beat them two or three times in a row. Um, it's hard to believe that they came back from being down 21 points in the second half. Their style of play, but uh, i got to give it to K-State. What do you got, Coach? Yeah, i got to go with Mississippi State. Uh, Florida would be a very, very close second uh, because we had a fantastic offensive game. Uh, but Mississippi State is obviously the talk of the nation right now. Mike Leach and that uh, air raid offense uh, throwing for more yards the first game uh, than any uh, team ever in the SEC. So uh, K.J. Costello, he'd have to be the player of the game and Mississippi State and Mike Leach. And uh, hopefully they can come back down to earth because they're getting all kind of praise from everybody in the world uh, just about right now. they got Arkansas this week. Uh, but I tell you what, Mike Leach is pretty good about not getting too high. You notice after the game, he's just sort of rambling along. He doesn't jump around and do that fist in the air or anything like that. So usually uh, teams uh, do what their coaches do. Uh, their coaches are celebrating a lot more than Mike Leach was. But uh, I, th- I think he'll have them ready to go against Arkansas. His, his press conference yesterday, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter, but it's like 25 minutes long. You have to funny. watch it. It's funny. And even after the game when he was interviewed, he was yeah. kind of you know, low-key. Yeah, low-key in it, get ready for the next one yeah um my uh team of the week just because two good teams played that are off the beaten path when army played cincinnati cincinnati won they have a chance in that group of five to maybe be the representative there so i'm going to go with uh cincinnati there um okay now we're going to do uh coach of the week brought to you by miapa latin cafe the best cuban food in gator country coach of the week i'm going with uh, billy napier from uh, Lafayette, they go three and zero. They're ranked. Uh, they win on a last second uh, field goal, a long one too, fifty something yarder uh, against uh, Georgia Southern. But you know that, that that team's been through a lot. You know they lost their their O line coach passed away during practice uh, this year with a heart attack, and uh, they're playing well. Uh, Steve, I'll, I'll stick with Mike Leach. I already talked about him, Mississippi State, but also another team of the week has got to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Won the Stanley Cup again. I think they won back in 2003 also. And uh, I, I remember Tom McCune, wonderful friend of mine, that really, big reason I got the head job with the Tampa Bay Bandits. He told John Bassett, why don't you go up there and interview that, that guy Spurrier. He's coaching up at Duke. Their offense is going up and down the field. So I got my first head coaching job, and Tom McCune was very instrumental in that. But I remember uh, when they won that, Tom McEwen said, I didn't think I'd ever live to see the Gators win a national championship, so I've seen that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl in that 2 season, and then the Lightning won in the 3 season. So Tom McEwen saw all three of that uh, for his beloved Tampa Bay area. Cool. And I'll stick with the coach, uh, Luke Fickle, because uh, my team was Cincinnati. We'll take a break, come back. We're going to start talking Florida, South Carolina. Will Muschamp comes back to Gainesville. Inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. 
I need the English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Now time for, this will be interesting this week, our top four teams brought to you by Gator Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Top four, Shane. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have in no particular order, really. Uh, I'm going to throw Alabama and Clemson. I know Clemson didn't play this past week, but I still think they're extremely talented. I'm throwing Florida's in there. And, uh, gosh, I know this may sound silly. Mississippi State looks just as good as anybody else in the country, Steve. Wow. You know, the reason I say that is because, and we've talked about this last week, I believe, Leach has put up numbers at Texas Tech mm-hmm. and at Washington State, but he's never had as good of athletes on the defensive side of the ball. And the way they flew around, and, and yeah, LSU still moved the ball and scored a bunch of points, but they just they just look good. And Mississippi State has always been – I mean, when I played against them, they were always the most physical team we played week in and week out. Um, but I, I'm going to throw Mississippi State in there right now, give them a little love, and, and hopefully they're not listening to, to the show, Coach, and getting to oh, be ahead. Well, you know, th- if you're ever going to put them in there, you got to put them in this week. They just beat a, a team that won 15 in a row mm-hmm. and was a, what, 17-point underdog. 
But, uh, yeah, I'd put Florida in the top four right now with Mississippi State, Alabama, and Clemson. Uh, I I say those four as good as anybody right now. But, again, uh, yeah, I told Mike Leach, you'll have the best defensive talent you've ever had as a coach at Mississippi State, and and he does. And they did a lot of good things the other day. Uh, LSU did score some points and move the ball, but uh, their their defense had some good stops. And they do have athletes. they got spirit there right now. They really love their quarterback. He's uh, Costello. He's the kind of kid that – a lot like Kyle Trask. And you look at these teams, everybody loves their quarterback. They have a chance to really achieve big things. Isn't it interesting what a system, what an offensive system can do for a quarterback? Costello was decent at Stanford, but he wasn't putting up numbers like this, right? Now he goes into this system, at least for one week, he's crazy. Uh, My top four, Uh, I'm with all you all. I wouldn't put Mississippi State there yet, but I'm not sure who to put it for. Georgia certainly wasn't impressive, so I wouldn't put them there. Um, You know, Auburn had a nice win against a good Kentucky team. I'm going to say Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. but they they haven't played, and they just had 18 positive tests in their latest testing. So who knows when they're going to be able to play again. So I'll put them there because they're 2-0, but I don't know. We'll, We'll see. Okay, one of my favorite segments coming up now, Chalk Talk. Brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Steve, take it away. I got the chalk talk. Okay, I might as well draw up that play that uh, Dan Mullen said he, he named after me. Okay. I, I don't know that we've used it quite yet, but I, I know Georgia ran a version of it uh, uh, last year. Okay. You can use this one, Coach. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Uh, okay. Uh, First of all, I like, I like the ball in the right hash mark for this play. It makes it a, a little bit better. Two receivers out here. Uh, the reason uh, you like it is this is sort of a running formation. You only got two wide receivers, got a bunch of big tight ends. You can run all kind of plays, uh, giving it to the tailback in, in all kind of directions. So, so, so what you usually get, you usually get some kind of man coverage maybe with a whole bunch, bunch of guys up here and so forth. So. You snap it here, you fake to this guy coming across. But this guard is actually pulling, he's pulling out over here. This guy sort of just hits the flat, but you got one, two, three, four, five. You got a bunch of blockers here. Got a bunch of blockers here. Quarterback makes the fake in just about five step rows to right here. All right, this guy is going to fly through his guy and head through the middle. This guy acts like he's going to run a deep one this way, but he gets up to about 18 or 20 and he just makes. A little comeback right at the quarterback. This guy just keeps on bailing out here. So you got a target way out here if it all breaks down. But generally, this guy, if he's, you know, he's got to do this. So he comes out here and he puts his foot in the ground and he fires about an 18, 17, 18 yard, and there's just usually a lot of open land right in there. It's a, it's a nice, easy throw. You got all kind of protection. And, uh, and then, of course, you can run the ball out of that formation also. So uh, that, uh, that, that is a good play. Even if they're playing cover three, these linebackers usually get flowed up, and, and you got, there's usually a lot, of, a lot of land there. Now, if they're playing a big old deep cover two zone, uh, you know, this play's not very good against that. So what do you do? You tell the quarterback, run the ball. <laughs> we can't throw that against cover two. But uh, if you get any kind of one deep uh, 
defense. That's an excellent play. Uh, in the Alliance, uh, Orlando, we hit it every time by one, and the other time the guy sort of low ball, he didn't catch. But we hit it like 90%. Good play. Wow. You know, I've never asked you this. When did you start drawing up ball plays? When did you know you were pretty good at doing that? Yeah. I guess when Doug Dickey hired me here back in uh, 78, gave me my first opportunity to coach quarterbacks. And then, uh, gosh, about the fourth game, he said, Steve, you just go ahead and start calling the plays. And, really? And put in the offense during the week. And then Pepper Rogers let me do it about the fifth game or sixth game. So, uh, but as far as drawing up plays and making them up in the dirt, we did that in Sandlot, right, Shane? Mm-hmm. When you're seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven years yep. old, whatever. You go down here and go here and you go behind him, I'll try to hit you, you know, things like that. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, and then we're going to talk Florida, South Carolina, go around the SEC a little bit and look at some of the bigger games across the country. Inside the Huddle continues. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Are you 
in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back. If you want to get a quick call in on the Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. It'll have to be a quick couple of calls, though, because we got a lot of ground to cover as we continue with Inside the Huddle here. Um, South Carolina comes to town. Will Muschamp back in Gainesville. And, you know, he's had some very close losses. And they played pretty well against Tennessee, but couldn't finish the deal at home. And they lose. He was criticized. Uh, for kicking the field goal, down seven. Uh, but he did get the ball. He would have gotten the ball back except for a, a miscue. So what do you see off, with, with Mike Bobo? First of all, his, his quarterback is quarterback in the team. But I saw a little more offensive creativity, Shane, did you? Yeah, they, they look a little more uh, more than just one-dimensional. They they Multiple formations. Uh, Colin Hill thought played pretty well. You know, His pick six was pretty much the, the, the play that killed him. But it, it looks like Will's saying, okay, I got a good relationship with Bobo. I trust him. I'm going to let him run the offense. And, and I think the game this week will be a little, it'll be much tougher than what it was against Ole Miss. You know, Will's always going to have a good plan defensively. Um, they, will, they will challenge us more than Ole Miss did on that side of the ball. Yeah, I was amazed uh, here. I think we were like 17 point favorites or something like that. I, I thought we might be. 8 to 10 or something, 7 to 10, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, South Carolina will be ready to play. Uh, and uh, we've won some close ones against those guys. The game up there last year, uh, we, uh, you know, I think it was very tied at, at th- into three quarters, something like that. And we, we had a big run and, and uh, had a touchdown there at the end. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, looking forward to watching this game, Steve. I know every time I hear we're the boys from old Florida at the beginning of the game, which we just had on, it it, it brings a tear to my eyes. That and then the alma mater uh, also. So I know the Gators that are fortunate to get a ticket to the game, we're going to be screaming and yelling the best we can. Uh, try to make 20,000 sound like 90,000, I guess, would be the the goal for, for our people that uh, are fortunate to get a ticket. So really looking forward to watching this one Saturday. Um, you know, Shane, you mentioned something earlier, and th- there were a couple of. I mean, A and M struggled offensively. Oh, yeah. I think they what scored seventeen against. I think it was seventeen nine, something like that. But since they moved the hash the hash marks, right? It it the game was a lot more offensively driven. But I I, I think we all agree. 
you're not going to see many more 17-9 games. You're going to see a lot of 50-40 to 40 games. Is that because of the hash marks being moved? Is that because there are better athletes on the offensive side of the ball? Why do you think that is? I just think that the more good things happen when you throw the football. It's easier to get chunk plays through the air. And, you know, it's the whole idea of getting your athletes in space. It's hard to tackle. I don't give a dang if you do the Oklahoma drill every week, every day. <laughs> yeah. It's still hard to tackle Kadarius yeah. Tony in space. Mm-hmm. And I think now, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of seven-on-seven. Seven. You know, it's turned into – it's not really football that these high school kids do because you don't have anybody rushing you and they draw some silly plays in the dirt that you'll never run in, in real football. But what it's done is it's allowed quarterbacks and receivers to understand the passing game. And, you know, we didn't have that stuff when we were growing up. And I think that's what's enhanced the quarterback play around the country. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, Steve, it appears in high school now, uh, a lot of teams are throwing the ball quite a bit. And the best athlete guys usually are playing wide receiver or running back. Uh, they don't say, well, let me go play defense coach. The only one guy that was a fantastic athlete was Stephon Gilmore that I had at South Carolina. And uh, he said, Coach, I want to play defense. I said, okay, you're playing defense. And then I remember his first year there. I said, you sure you don't want to come over and play some Wildcat? <laughs> Put him in Wildcat. He was the yeah. Wildcat quarterback at his high school that won a state championship. Uh, Clowney was on his team also. They had a heck of a team up there. Uh, but anyway, so we put him at Wildcat, let him throw a, a couple of passes here, there, and the other. But, no, he wanted to play defense because here was a tremendous athlete over there at defensive back. And, of course, he's a first-round pick, New England, NFL player of the year last year. So I guess what I'm trying to say, if you're a backup wide receiver, go over and play defense. Uh, get get yourself on the field. And, man, it, you Coaches are looking for those defensive backs that can go make plays almost everywhere. Now, I'm not saying our receivers are a whole much better than the other guys particularly, but it seems like the, the talented athletes uh, all want to play offense uh, coming out of high school. Okay. We'll go to our Campus USA phone line. We'll talk to John. John, hello. Hey, guys. Um, Shane, I like that you get top billing on the uh, when they announce who's, uh, who's on the radio. Uh, the uh, I think the the game against Ole Miss, the biggest disparity of positional player was kicker. I think our kicker was NFL level, and theirs looked like high school. Uh, it, it was amazing. Um, I wanted to ask Coach and Shane, who does Malik Davis remind you of as far as half UF running backs? I mean, who would you compare him to? It's mm, hard. Shane, who you compare him to? Malik? Oh, gosh. I you put me on the spot here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's got great feet. Mm-hmm. He makes people miss. I wouldn't call him a power runner, but when you get him in space, uh, you know, he, he he had a great move the other night. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know who I'd compare him to, though. And we haven't really seen a, mm-hmm. a sample size of him either. You know, a great sample size because he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think kind of hard. And uh yeah, I agree. It is hard. And coach, why, why waste time on kickoff returns? Why not just tell the guy, catch it, fair catch it, go to the twenty-five, and let's not spend much time on kickoff returns. I think what you try to tell those return guys, uh, if it's a line drive and you can get it on about the five, all right, let's have a return on. Hey, 
NFL last night they ran a kickoff back. The Ravens did. Uh, that was about all they had on offense against Kansas City most of the night. But uh, yeah, you got to be prepared to maybe break one uh, every now and then. It's uh, entirely possible. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm like you. If it's a big old high deep one, uh, fair catch it and get up there on the 25 and, and go from there. And, and don't get a penalty, right? Uh, and don't get a mm-hmm. penalty. All right, great, correct. Job, guys. Yeah, Thank correct. You. Okay, yeah. John. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. Come back, and we're gonna. Look at some games to look for, not only around the SEC, but around the country as well, as Inside the Huddle continues. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, our final segment, and uh, we 
We'll look at games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. All right, let's uh, talk some games coming up around the country. A uh, big one in the SEC East and the West, for that matter, Auburn, Georgia. This is normally played late in the year, but because of the strange schedule, week two. Shane, who you got? Isn't this the oldest robbery in the SEC? It is. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, gosh, I, I'm going to lean Georgia just because they're – well, there's no home crowd, but uh, I'm just going to lean – for. I think it's going to be a very close game, and I think Georgia finds a way to win it. I tell you what, uh, it's a toss-up in my opinion. But I'll go with Auburn. I just thought they looked a little bit better. Uh, we'll pull for Auburn. A, a little bit better than Georgia did last week. But, uh, gosh, it is a toss-up game. Um, I'm going with Auburn just because of what you just said, Coach, the eye test. You know, Georgia did not look good offensively. And, you know, second half better. But I, and, and Bo Nix did look a little bit better than what he's looked. And they, they played a good team in Kentucky and beat them. And Georgia struggled against a team that many think will struggle in Arkansas. Um, Missouri, Tennessee. Uh, you got to lean towards Tennessee. However, I, you know, I was Missouri, they, they battled Alabama. Um, they had some good points here and there. But it, it'll be interesting to see how Tennessee comes off the, you know, I don't want to say it a big win, but that was almost a must win for both mm-hmm. those teams. See how they play. Yeah, that game's in Knoxville, isn't it? I yes, think. sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Tennessee. Uh, Missouri's uh, they, they're playing tough though, but I, I'll go with Tennessee. I think the Vols have the longest winning streak in the country right now. Yeah, was it seven? Uh, maybe eight, eight now. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think Grinkwitz is going to do a good job at Missouri, but they don't have enough horses. So Tennessee, A mm-hmm. and um, and Alabama. Well, I, it's in Tuscaloosa. I, I like Alabama. A and M struggled against Vanderbilt, but this is one of those games where Jimbo and them he he needs a, a win. I don't think they can, but he needs to at least be competitive. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Alabama's a lot stronger in Texas A and M, uh, so I'll, I'll pick Bama. You know, of all the schools in the SEC, A and M was hurt most by opt outs. They lost several starters who opted out. Uh, and they and Vanderbilt was pretty plucky last week playing them, but I, uh, you got to go to Alabama here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ole Miss and Kentucky in Lexington. Ole Miss and Kentucky in Lexington. Uh, well, since it's in Lexington, I, I think uh, Kentucky is going to try to run the ball extremely well and, and try to stay on the field and consume some clock and maybe not ask their defense to play the whole game. So I'll go with Kentucky. Me too. Yeah, I think Kentucky's going to – I just – Ole Miss is going to have trouble stopping us three right here running routes this year. Yeah. But, you know, I think Ole Miss will be in this game because they can score. Mm-hmm. And, and Kentucky's not a great scoring team. But I, I do mm-hmm. think at home Kentucky wins. Um, Mississippi State, Arkansas. That's in Starkville. Oh, I think – I think uh, old boy may throw for another four or five hundred this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much man yeah. Arkansas will play. I think Arkansas only t- thing they can do is play some soft zone, keep mm-hmm. stuff in front, rally up mm-hmm. and tackle, and make Mississippi State drive the length of the field. You know, a sort of ironic. Uh, Felipe threw an interception 
last week, very similar to the one he threw against Miami the first game last year down in the uh, Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Unfortunately, we tackled the guy before he scored, and the Georgia guy, of course, ran it all the way back for a touchdown. But anyway, that's that's just something ironic. Felipe throwing that same pick to the right side of the field uh, just hit me for some reason. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Mississippi State's got way too much for Arkansas. LSU Vandy. Well, I, I think LSU's a better team than what people think. I mean, people are giving them a lot of criticism losing at Mississippi State, but I think Mississippi State's a good team. I think they go in there and hammer the the, the Commodores. Commodores. I think the Commodores will play them tough. Uh, I don't think they can score enough, so look for LSU to win a low-scoring game. As my friend Lee Corso would say, closer than the experts think. What, what does that mean, though? In other words, LSU's not going to blow them out. Yeah. Uh, I think LSU is going to win by 20 or more is my okay. guess. Um, all right. Uh, we'll do Florida-South Carolina last. Uh, quick hitters here. Is Miami for real? I'm still not sold, Steve. Uh, I think they're they're way much improved. Uh, obviously, Derek King has, has brought he and Rhett Lashley. Uh, they look good on offense, but I'm not sold yet. I think they're going to be in the upper tier of the ACC. But Florida State is just bad. They are bad. Mm-hmm. Coach, you sold on Miami? Uh, well, they got to play Notre Dame and Clemson, I think, don't they, down the road here. So they really hadn't played a, a top-notch team. But uh, they're much better than they were last year, I'll say that. And maybe FSU's worse than last year right now. Well, who knows? But uh, th- those guys, they they need help somewhere. I don't know where they're going to get it. But uh, they've uh, – did they, did they play Jacksonville State? I yes. think this I read week. somewhere. This oh, week. okay. Well, they, they need a victory bad this and, week. And, and Jacksonville State's usually a good program, but this is going to be their first game of the year, and they're only, they're only doing four games, and then I think they're going to try to play in the spring. Some of those, some oh, okay. of those leagues are doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. we got a minute. Florida, South Carolina. I think Florida wins. I think it's going to be like a 34-21 type game. Coach? Yeah, I think we're going to beat them about 31-20, something like that. 31-20 sounds good to me. Yeah, I was surprised (laughs) at the spread, honestly, like you were, Coach. Um, And and Carolina always seems to play Florida pretty tough. So I think it's going to be Florida. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be by about 10, 10 to 14 points. That is our Inside the Huddle for today. Gentlemen, thank you. Always a pleasure. Next week we come back and review this game and look ahead to the schedule next week as the Gators go to Texas A&M. For Shane Matthews, Coach Steve Spurrier, I'm Steve Russell. For our producer, Brad, thank you for your work. Harp on Sports and Sports Scene at Noon. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the best of the best in Gainesville, and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call one 800